I'm Kelsey. And I'm Gloria. And this is Circling Circe. And oh my gosh, ladies, we are like... We are there. We are in the home stretch. Yeah. The, yeah. Things are wrapping up. Bows are being tied. Mm-hmm. T's are being crossed. Eyes <laughs> are being dotted. <laughs> Other T's are being sipped. Uh, Other eyes are being, being poked dotted. out. <laughs> oh, that's a better one. That's a better one. Uh, <laughs> that's a better one. Well, I went to the ER last week. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, great. Kelsey. I'm okay. I'm fine. Um, but I was like, I go okay. I'm a hypochondriac, so I go to the ER actually quite a lot. Um, it's what I paid my insurance for, and I do not feel guilty about it whatsoever. Uh, so <laughs> I have never had to wait more than like three or four hours in the ER. To be honest, um, I have Kaiser and I love it, um, but I had to wait seven hours in the ER Ooh, before I even got seen, let alone oh like actually being back God. there. Um, so. You know, uh, I know that hospitals are so super slammed right now, so it's not even about that. What my rant is about is, like, why is it that, like, no matter what the hospital is like, if it's, like, a really good hospital or kind of a underfunded hospital, like, why does the ER always look like a bomb went off inside of it? Like, the ER <laughs> yeah. is always, like, mismatched chairs, like, dirty-ass fucking floor. Like, the bathrooms yeah. are disgusting. Like, nobody cares. Nobody wants to be there. Like, these are the people that need the most help. Like, there's a reason why they're in the ER, right? Like, they have an emergency. Like, yeah, it was just like such a horrible experience. Oh like, no, I'm so you know? sorry. And it's like, I just wish that, and and it's like every ER I've ever been to has always been the same. Yeah. It's always like the dredge of the hospital. Like, it's like in a back parking lot. Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> next to the trash. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It really you know, is. Like, all these people are going to come in here like barfing, bleeding, whatever. We're sick of cleaning. Let's just leave it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a bummer. Yeah, definitely. Well, I hope you're okay. Was yeah. it stomach stuff again or like? No, no. I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. It was just, I was crazy. I didn't anticipate being there that long and, you know, you start to, you know, hour like four or five, you're like, I could do this. It's fine. Hour six, yeah. not so yeah. much. Hour seven. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know? is someone going to see me? Then you start me? seeing people who came in after you actually leave before you even yeah. get seen. And then what that the- messes with your head a little bit. And you're like, right? am I still, like, three times I must have been like, y'all don't forget about me, right? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. like me falling asleep for two minutes. You didn't call me during that time, did you? Like, you Right. Know? You're like, did I die? <laughs> yeah. Like, is this died in the waiting room? <laughs> died in the waiting room, yeah. I'm, I'm like number 4,756,221, oh, and they're like, now serving, number six. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was not a good experience, but I just, I, sitting there that night, I was just like, man, and it, I think what I first noticed was all the mismatched chairs, which sounds odd to say, but it's like, it's like where all the, the chairs people don't use anymore where go all the to chairs the ER. go to die. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what I was like, thinking. Wait, like, why does this look like shit out here? And then there's like a little like a little enclave of like where you could like waiting where you could sit and it was like filthy and I, yeah. like nobody had taken a and you know there's signs everywhere like this room sanitized once an hour. I didn't see one custodian like you know, in cool. seven hours. In seven hours, yeah. you know, seven so. hours later. Yeah, it yeah. Was, and this is no shade on the hospital. I just mean that like no, it's like everywhere. 
there must be a real like healthcare crisis for this to be happening, which is crazy that we're in the middle of a pandemic and this I know. is happening right now. I know? can't imagine like I feel like if you made this statement before the pandemic, I would agree with it. And I'm guessing after the like during and after, or I guess not after because yeah. we're still gonna end it. But I'm guessing it's been even worse. Cause I mean, there's been times where I I went to the ER with my husband. Um, we both got like a stomach bug and we were really and I was the the last time I was pregnant. And he they like literally had no room for him and he was like on a bed in the hallway. And he said they left the door open and it was like cold wind was coming in and he was just like laying there moaning in the hall. (laughs) Meanwhile, they like put me upstairs in the maternity ward because he was like, just take her somewhere she's pregnant because they had to like look at the baby and I was so dehydrated and all this stuff. And I got like heated blankets and they brought me like (laughs) soup and I had a huge room by myself. Oh my God. He's in the hallway like. Like dodging bullets ER. and yeah so <laughs> i always felt he's so like, bad oh. he's like oh, you know yeah. and like the doctors are just walking past him ignoring it yeah yeah so i yeah I, and that was long before uh covid so i feel like it's just not no bueno yeah I think that's a good yeah. observation yeah yeah so and ER, might be and ER before nurses or ER doctors, <laughs> let us know what's up. Yeah. Bye. I know. Yeah. Let us know. Especially if you work for Kaiser in Panorama City. <laughs> <laughs> let me Why know did Kelsey have on? to wait seven <laughs> hours? She needs to know. I know. And they, they do their best. You know, Kaiser has always been really great, um, like, dispositions. They're always very kind yeah, people, even good. though if they're stressed or whatever so even they while, try their best even but, while they make you wait for seven hours yeah i just have never had to wait that long ever so yeah. i was really surprised and didn't didn't plan for it but yeah. anyway it sounds like it's side. like so filthy in there that the people who come in with the people who are actually like they have something wrong get deathly ill and so it's like twice as many people yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> i don't feel right. so good <laughs> i don't feel so good <laughs> mr stark Oh, feels so good. Uh, yeah, it was um, it was an experience. <laughs> uh, well, I'm so sorry, and I'm glad you're feeling better. And thanks. Yeah, yeah I, it just happened. So it was on top of my mind that I was like, "This is crazy. We need to address yeah. this." Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that your way of telling us that we were taking too long? You're like, "So I waited seven hours at the ER." No. <laughs> <laughs> It's felt like seven hours here. No, uh, no. Speaking of the ER, Trevor 24. <laughs> hey. 24 I don't have seven. A, it's I don't open. have a segue. 24 <laughs> seven. There you go. 24 hours. I waited nearly 24 hours in the ER, which yeah. is the chapter number what we're on. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Bringing it there back. We go. Nice. We'll find a way. <laughs> So we're picking up from the last chapter where Cersei told a little white lie to Hermes and she said that she needed three days to break the protection spell around the island for Athena to come. Um, naturally, she didn't. Uh, she was lying. But she wanted to give uh, Telemachus and Penelope some time to like talk out their, their troubles and repair the relationship or at least like have some kind of conversation um, before whatever Athena wants with Telemachus happens you know we we don't know like what's going to happen but seems like it's going to be something big and so she wants to give them time um she goes for a walk in the forest and she finds Telemachus he's brooding brutally in the forest (laughs) um she asks him if he's ready to face Athena 
and he's kind of like I mean I guess like can mm-hmm. you ever really be ready like you know I mean they're gonna come you know you don't really know what's gonna happen you just gotta stand there and take it you know kind of like are you know are you ready to be hit by this 18 wheeler it's like I don't I don't know I mean I guess like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna come so I don't really have a choice right. to be not ready I'm gonna stand here and get hit by the car you know yeah ready so, as I'll ever be yeah yeah ready as I'll ever be I guess are you ready to be punched in the face like I I guess hit me <laughs> with your best shot yeah. <laughs> Fire away. I mean, that's how it should be sung, right? I mean, who's excited? (laughs) Fire away. Fire away. Fire away. Not the face. Not the face. (laughs) Not the moneymaker. Not the moneymaker. So he tells Cersei that Athena has actually been coming to him since he was a child. So she would... She would protect him kind of like in a way, like healing things like he has. He had like a hangnail or making people who taunted him like, like specifically they said hangnail. He's like, you are healed. <laughs> You're like, oh, Ouch. the protection of Athena. Ouch, this pesky hangnail. Ouch. Heal this ant bite from Heal. your ankle. She just like puts lotion on his hand. She's like, you are healed with you, sir. She grabs his hand and she's like, let me see. And then she slaps him in the face and she's like that hurt more i bet but you didn't think about that hangnail anymore you're forgetting about your hangnail now aren't you (laughs) don't be a little bit my dad used to tell me that he would i'd be like dad my stomach hurts he'd be like i could punch you in the face you'll forget all about your stomach (laughs) (laughs) dad was this before or after you drowned barbies oh this is after yeah okay okay Damn it. I regret telling you guys that story. <laughs> Swim. Swim. No, it's just funny because you're like the nicest person I know, like one of the nicest people. And I'm just like, you know, yeah. we all I have our own dark swim. pasts, you know? We've got yeah. What should it, I, it, what should I name well, my evil twin? Well-rounded. <laughs> Chelsea. Kelly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chelsea. Kelly. <laughs> or Kelly, either or one. Kelly. She answers to both. She's like, Chelsea is here. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So she kind of pr- protects him in a way at the time. But once Odysseus came back, um, she stopped coming to visit him. So he Bye. was like, oh, well, I guess I was just getting used because dad wasn't around, you know, because yeah. Odysseus is, you know, her fave, her bae. Um, her golden boy. Her golden boy. Uh, Cersei asks if he knows what Athena has in store for him, and he doesn't, and she tries to spin it positive for him, and she's like, hey, she's probably going to be like, you can be Telemachus the Just. You can get a land. It's going to be great. You know, have, you're going to have a good time. You should take my boat. And then there's like this incredibly long pause, and he's just kind of quiet, and eventually it's just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> and it's such the moment where you're like, oh, this person is saying, not saying that they're going to miss me. They're not protesting me leaving. They must not care. You know, you're like testing them and being like, so what would you think if I left? And they're like, it'd be a great opportunity for you. And you're like, oh my God, they don't care. care." (laughs) Like, that's exactly how I felt about this. Cause he was like, okay, thanks. You know, (laughs) he's just very like withdrawn. And Cersei kind of feels the connection between them kind of fading a little bit, you know, which she kind of thought was going to happen. Um, so to make things worse, at least for I think for Telemachus, Cersei kind of avoids him those those couple of days and lets him be with Penelope 
um, and chat. And and she just spends time with Telegonus. Um, she knows that he's going to be sad when Telemachus uh, and probably Penelope leave with whatever Athena wants to do with them. Um, so on the day that Athena is supposed to come, Circe climbs all the way to the highest peak of the island and breaks a spell. Athena shows up. She's like, I'm here, bitches. And she tells <laughs> Telemachus that a new empire is being founded in the West. Um, it's thick with beasts, fields, and forests. Sounds like a great resort to me. Sign me up. <laughs> um, and it's overhung with fruits of every kind. Uh, again, how can I book a, r- a room? How can I book a cabana? I'm down. <laughs> um, she wants him to build a new city there from the ground up, and she said that she will lead him to greatness. So it sounds like a pretty good package, right? Mm. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, she's like, here's your future. Here's your greatness. Yeah, I got you. Platter. Here you go. I got you. But I think Madeline Miller missed an opportunity because she could have said, what was it? Beasts. Thick fields. fields. Thick with beasts, fields, and forests, right? Isn't that what she said? Yeah. She could have said, Beasts, fields, and trees. <laughs> beasts, fields, and trees. Yeah. <laughs> Bears, beats. Beasts, and trees, and fields. Battlestar Galactica. Bears, and yeah. beats, and Battlestar Galactica. She could have oh said. Oh, my. She could have said. <laughs> oh, my. He, he thick, though. He thick, though. It's thick, though. This it's island thick. Thick. Though. Thick. thick. With, thick. <laughs> with four C's. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, to Cersei's great horror and Athena's great insult, Telemachus refuses. He's like, nah, thanks. I'm good, though. Uh, He has no desire to build empires. He says he seeks different days and has no taste for that life. And I was like, oh, she's right there. What are you doing? She's going to lightning bolt your ass down. (laughs) And Athena naturally is enraged. She's like, what? (laughs) She warns that by turning her down, all her glory will leave him. So. All the hangnails you can imagine, all the ant bites you can imagine, covered in ant bites, covered in hangnails, hangnails for days. It's and like that we- um, that cartoon where the guy pulls the hangnail and the skin goes all Ew. over. Have you seen it? Oh, no, but I saw Black Swan and I almost threw up in the I theater. I was just going to say that, Gloria. Oh, my gosh. That I have never awful. had a physical reaction to a movie that strong except for Black yeah. Swan. She's like picking yeah. her nail and she pulls uh, it and it's like a strip of skin. And she pulls I was in the, the wrong theater. way. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to pull against the grain. Yeah, exactly. Was I with you, Gloria? Did we see it together? Maybe. I feel like we did. And we were like, I, in the theater, like, <laughs> I got up and like walked halfway down the aisle because I thought I was going to throw up. And then yes. oh, okay, man. I came back. Yeah, that's so intense. Graphic. Yeah, but it was. I, I was thinking of, you said the ant bites. I was thinking of that part in Lilo and Stitch where like the mosquitoes are all on the little <laughs> alien guy. Yeah. He's oh, like, yeah. they like me. They have chosen me. <laughs> and then they're all like, they all bite at it once burns. and then it's like covered. Yeah. 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 It sounds like Athena is someone who does not ever hear no for an answer. No. <laughs> right. She's like, what is that word? No. 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 I've never heard What's this, this word before. You speak of? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, she was pretty pissed off. Um, He'll be doomed to a life of obscurity. And she says, there will be no songs made of you, no stories. You will be uh, without a name in history. You will be no one. Which mm. is interesting because 
Cersei kind of alludes to this too later in a later chapter, I think the next chapter, where she's like, the gods all say the same things. Like they have this, <laughs> they think that like being obscure and being nobody is like the world's worst punishment, you know, and yeah. they can't even like fathom that like some people don't care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, it made and- me think of like uh work too. Like how there's you always have those people at work that like this is my project or like this is my initiative. And it's like, I don't doesn't like are you so concerned with credit that like that's all you care about? People know that you did this. Like yeah. I'm more concerned with like, did the initiative work or like who's being helped by the project or whatever, you know? It just made me made me think of people like that who are like so concerned with notoriety and claim to fame you know mm-hmm. yeah I'm kind of guilty of that honestly but it's like because I've had ideas stolen and presented as other people's ideas yeah, that's so many true. times that they get a claim for but yeah that's you're right true. if it's like they're more about promoting the fact that they did it than the fact that it was successful like you were saying yeah, and yeah. I mean, I think so it's- I am a little protective of my ideas but I feel like it's a little bit different <laughs> yeah I think like uh I think that there's this, you know, real like thread of truth in that, you know, like that a lot of people want to be the center of attention. I mean, mm-hmm. like point in case, like social media, uh, uh, <laughs> like that's why it's blown up. Like everyone gets to be yeah. the hero of the story, right? So mm-hmm. I think that it's a, a very human emotion to want to be seen and yeah. to want to like have some kind of glory or whatever um but i don't necessarily you know think it's like the best the most noble thing about us as humans either you know so yeah right. and the gods need to give us a break too because if i was around for millennia then i'm sure that people will get to know me right but we yeah a hundred years so <laughs> yeah and you can't die and you have super natural powers and you know yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to go unnoticed. Yeah, uh, and what what we know about Cersei too is that she's kind of like she doesn't really want to be known, right? I mean, she's yeah. got this notoriety, and she's kind of like, what's she known for? Like turning Scylla, <laughs> turning men into pigs, like not good stuff. Yeah. So it's almost like I think she's kind of seen the consequence of like quote unquote being known for something, and it's almost mm. like. I'd rather be anonymous at this point, you know, <laughs> like I'd rather yeah. take my chances of being a nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, to so everybody. author is anonymous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be him too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to everybody's surprise when she's like, you will be no one. Uh, Telemachus is like, you know what? I choose that fate. And it's like, <gasps> and the curtains, you know, <laughs> suck in from everyone gasping and <laughs> screaming emojis everywhere. And, <laughs> right. you know, I was like, oh my God, Their he did are, it. Like screaming yep. emojis. I, I give yeah. him props. That probably was not an easy thing. He's probably super peed. props. You know, he just peed just a little bit when he said that. Yeah, like, just, just a little, a little bit. bit of just liquid came bit. out. Yeah. <laughs> She was like, I choose that. <laughs> yeah. I choose that fate. I said what I said. <laughs> so she gets bored of Telemachus and she's like, to Telemachus, and she's like, well, how about you? you know? <laughs> You're also a son of Odysseus. Yeah, you've yeah. also got that O blood. How about you? <laughs> Typo. <laughs> yeah. O positive. Nice. Yeah, he's O positive. Um, so Cersei is like, and like, don't say anything, you know, and 
she says, you know, don't answer her. And he does. He does anyway. He's like, he, you know, mother, I'm cool. I want the job. Um, <laughs> he t- he tells everyone he's dreamed of these fertile golden fields and lands. And he thought that it was Ithaca that he was dreaming of. But now he knows that it wasn't that he was dreaming of his fate in this in this new land. And she's heartbroken, of course. I mean, she this part is really difficult because we're because it's obviously from Cersei's point of view, we're hearing like all her intimate thoughts about like what a horrible situation this is for her to realize that like this god that she's spent or goddess that she spent so much time protecting Telegonus from, Mm. he's about to like voluntarily go and join her, and she's like, I'm never gonna see him again, like you know. I'm going to live forever. He's going to die. Like, you know, and she just has all of these thoughts in her mind and all she can come out with is like, it's up to you to decide what you want to do. And that's all that she can say after having like all these thoughts about like taking the spear out and shoving it in her throat and like all this stuff and (laughs) making him stay and, you know, making him forget stuff. And she can't because it's, you know, it's his it's his decision and he's like i accept and athena's like all right we ride at noon and she disappears and she's out <laughs> so that's that's <laughs> that's basically it for that scene you know like she's gonna come back at noon with a ship and take telegonus away and that's gonna be the end of him well the end of him on the island not necessarily the end of him <laughs> yeah he's like, um <laughs> yeah he like uh, so poor Cersei is over here, Loki dying about Telegonus's impending departure. Um, but she tries her best to cover it. Has this long internal battle of how to respond to him. Um, he's like, "Mom, you could be happy for me at least," and she's like, "I am happy for you. Like, I'll help you pack." Like the whole time is just she's trying to be <laughs> so composed while just like dying inside, and it's inside, so hard. She's like, My baby. My baby. Yeah. She gives him um, potions and things to like salves and things to help him and heal him and stuff to help childbirth. And he's like, Ma. Stop. <laughs> Ew. And she's like, um, You have to build a dynasty. I think you need heirs. Like, <laughs> so you probably are going to want this, you know? Um, so she gives him all that, gives him his favorite garments, his favorite lion. And I got such like moving away to college like vibes from this yeah. scene, you know, <laughs> when like your parent is in your bedroom with you as you're packing, like, make sure you take the teddy bear that you like that you can't sleep without. And, you know, <laughs> like all the things. It's so, so, so sad. I felt so bad for her during this whole entire thing. Um, Telemachus interrupts them in their, in their packing and um, he gives Telegonus the bow that had once belonged to Odysseus. Um, and so as her, as Telegonus is like, no, I can't take it. And he's like, yes, you can. Like, it was better for you, not for me. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's like such a good little scene. Aww. And Cersei it feels like really far away from it. Like they're having their own moment, but she's like really grateful to be witnessing it. And she you know, kind of compares and contrasts the two the two men together. She's like my keen son and this man who chose to be no one. And and I felt like when she said that, you know, that's like the most important thing about that quote is that Telemachus chose to be no one. Like he was destined or basically like assigned to be this like prince and this like heir to the throne. And he never wanted any of that. And so luckily he was able to choose and say no I don't want to do this you know Mm -hmm. I want to choose my own life and we haven't seen a lot of like people choosing things in this book they're like assigned their destiny so it was nice to see like that he acknowledges like I chose this yeah Mm -hmm. it is refreshing yeah 
So just as Athena had instructed, a ship comes at noon to collect Telegonus, and after they finally say goodbye um, on the shore, it's really sad, you know, kind of scene. And uh, Telegonus gives this like really, <laughs> like I'm a man speech to his crew, you know. <laughs> and uh, Cersei watches her son sail away, and she says, "I lifted my hand in blessing, and gave my son to the world." So sad. So sad. So Penelope and Telemachus kind of tiptoe around her following him leaving. Um, Cersei does like a lot of pacing around the <laughs> island and, um, you know, hemming and hawing and woeing and feeling sorry for herself within reason. I totally would, too. Um, and she feels she feels like the weight and and eternity of her immortality. So she is doomed to have this like monotony forever for the rest of eternity you know and she realizes that it doesn't matter if Telemachus and Penelope are like kind or mean or part of her life or not like eventually they and Telegonus and everybody else that she knew or knows would be gone and she'd be left as this like immortal goddess alone basically on her Mm -hmm. island and she thinks of everybody that she's known and how they've all been just this like blip in her life and how when they were all gone she'd only be left with people like her like gods and titans and that horrible fucking family you know (laughs) (laughs) and she remembers when she um went to get trigon's tail um and she was talking to him and and he said uh, she was talking to him about like the world and how it was different and bad and you know he told her well then child make another and she remembers that you know I wait I do have choices like why am I sitting here like accepting my fate like I've never Mm -hmm. I've never I've always accepted things and and now things have changed and you know what I'm gonna pick up myself off this beach and go make a change and so she uses this encouragement that she thinks about from Trigon and she takes out her cell phone and she's like Siri call Helios I got something to say <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the chapter dial daddy dial daddy <laughs> dial that bitch dial sun emoji dial sun emoji <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, in the background, she's like, uh-huh. "Start doing with the man in the mirror, mirror. Uh-huh. make the change." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Trigon was uh, the original person who said, "Be the change you wanted to see in the world." <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't anonymous. <laughs> it was him. Right. Right. <laughs> And in the audiobook, the girl who's um, narrating the book, whenever she talks about Trigon, she has this like very um, ethereal kind of voice, and she was she's always mm-hmm. like, "Then child, make another." <laughs> <laughs> so I love when she narrates Trigon. It's like so. It seems like extra um, ethereal, effervescent. What's the word I'm looking for? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, mystical. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. This is a good chapter. It had like a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. Um, and it had a cliffhanger ending. So I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see what she's going to tell Helios. I feel like we're – like we said, like things are starting to feel like they're coming to an end in the story, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Telegonus is going off and you feel like all these things that we've been holding our breath over this whole time are starting to ease. And it's interesting, you know – Kelsey, you pointed out that she's like kind of left there realizing like this is the cycle that she keeps going through over and over again. Mm-hmm. And now like it like she's she's just left with 
the Titans and gods and she's over it. She does not want to be. And she never liked yeah. them. No. I mean. <laughs> never. I don't blame her. <laughs> no. They're horrible yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. I don't like them either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, do we want to do a, a Greek of the Week? It might be the last chance for a little while to do one. Who's yes. our Greek of the Week, Rose? All right. Greek of the Week. Greek oh. of the yes i'm glad we all did i'm just gonna call you guys like 10 years from now and like get the message machine and be like and then you'll know um so i've been usurped i have been usurped uh-oh then you'll know rose needs help <laughs> Something happened. She's, she's been she's been usurped. <laughs> um, I'm gonna make a, a a breakfast syrup called usurped. <laughs> <laughs> I got usurped. Um, and when you eat it, you fall out of your chair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so slippery. It's not sticky. It's slippery. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't think we've done this. Apologies if we have, but I feel like we've meant to do it, and I feel like this person or not person this god has been very prominent especially in the latter half of the book but i think we should talk about athena the yeah greek, man the greek goddess of wisdom and war let's talk about that girl yeah so who's I'm, that girl athena it's athena <laughs> it's athena it's who's athena. that lady lovely lady <laughs> we have a friend who has a dog named athena Oh yeah! Maybe we could put her on her social media if we get a Shout parental out waiver, Athena. parental parental permission. Yeah, so we're talking about Athena, and she is the. And I'm reading basically off like GreekMythology.com. Uh, <laughs> that trusted source, <laughs> trusted the source. first person to snap it up, written in by anonymous, <laughs> yeah. our favorite author, anonymous. Um, she's up? the goddess of wisdom and war, and. She is the Patronus, Patronus, Patronus of the city of Athens. So I think Athens is named after her. She's a virgin deity. Um, No wonder she likes sniffs around all these mortal men. Right. Um, She's associated with peace and handicrafts, especially spinning and weaving. Um, She's supposed to be majestic and stern. Um, And she's supposed to surpass like everybody in – her main domains. In fact, even Ares feared her. Um, and all Greek heroes asked her for help and advice. And I think we did talk about like she's more of like pressure. the wisdom of war or like the strategy or the yeah. um the um justification or like the justness of war. And Ares is more like battle bloody, you know. Um so let's see. She's depicted as a majestic lady with beautiful but stern face. Um, honestly, I just kept thinking of that, like, the really tall blonde woman from Game of Thrones with the armor. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, she would Brienne. be a perfect – Yes, she would be a perfect Athena. Like, she's, like, yeah. this badass, like, tall Amazonian woman in, like I, – I just imagine she literally wears, like – Battle gear twenty four seven. Yeah, <laughs> I think she, even every time she, she shows sleeps up, in her armor. Yeah, she sleep must be very comfy. I love this picture of her on Wikipedia. Like the stance she has is like, "Hello, <laughs> <laughs> let me see." 
Oh, yeah. Oh, she's can't. got her arm out. If you just do Athena wiki, she's like got her hand on her hip like, okay. And her other hand is like open like, hello. It's like when she turned to I've been waiting here for an hour. This is the pose she made when she turned to Telekinus and was like, what about you? You want to join? You? <laughs> well, what about <laughs> you? <laughs> um, let's see. Apparently, her shield can turn enemies to stone. Um, and as a symbol of wisdom, there's sometimes an owl flying in her vicinity or on her shoulder. Um, I think even he, uh, Telemachus mentions that like she she would come to him as an owl, like she wouldn't come in her tree. Oh form. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I and owl. I think that's like her like animal. This is an interesting story. So the birth of Athena, I don't think we've covered that, um, but she was born in some interesting circumstances. Um, <laughs> so Zeus had like learned some prophecy. I think that Midas or Midas. Uh, I think it's Metis. Um, her next child would overthrow him. So he swallowed her. Uh, I think he like <laughs> tricks her to turn into a fly or something. Have you guys heard the story? And then he swallows nope. her. And she yeah. at the time was pregnant with Athena because I guess Metis was Zeus's first wife, not Hera. But I think mm. Hera is a child of Metis too. But it's interesting. Mm. It's like, um, have you heard of the character Lilith in like the Bible? Have you mm -hmm. heard of that? So there, I don't think it's like in the official, but Lilith is supposed to be Adam's first wife. And oh. she like, okay, according to the first Eve story, Lilith was created um, to live in the garden with Adam until problems arose between Adam and Lilith when Adam tried to dominate her. And so she was like, oh, I'm not going to have sex with you or whatever. And he was like, okay, well, fine. Bye. Get me another lady. <laughs> so... The only reason I know about Lilith is there's like a song about Lilith or something and I like looked it up um, and I don't know if that's like lore, but it just reminded me of like the whole thing with Metis uh, and Zeus. Like it was like, oh, this isn't working out, so I'll just replace you. And then the other person becomes famously known as their, um, you know, other half, but actually wasn't their first other half or whatever. Mm. Um, so anyways, he swallows her and she was pregnant at the time. Then all of a sudden he's like, oh, my head really hurts. Like, oh, it really hurts. And <laughs> then apparently um, he couldn't bear it anymore. So he had Hephaestus um, strike his head with an axe and uh, out popped Athena um, fully, fully armed <laughs> and with a cry so mighty and fearsome, fearsome that Uranus and Gaia were shaken to their bones with terror. And Zeus was <laughs> delighted and full of pride. So <laughs> wow. that's what uh, GreekMythology.com says. So That's uh, like a bad trip, like an LSD trip. Yeah, right? I know. Like, oh, my head. Oh, there's a kid with armor on. Like, oh, wow, there's a full-grown person, baby. Never taking that LSD again. <laughs> Hit me in the head with an axe, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you know, like Artemis and Hestia, she was never swayed by love or passion. and She never had any children, apparently. I guess, you know, people tried to, like, get with her and she fought them off. So that was, like, really <laughs> her big thing. <laughs> she was often known to help ancient Greeks' greatest heroes, most famously Odysseus, obviously. And then um, Heracles or Hercules, Perseus, Jason – Diomedes, Argus, and Cadmus. So um, she mm. was the go-to, you know, if you needed some help. 
She was like, these guys again? Oh, God. All right. Well, I wonder, too. It's like, it seems like, you know, if she couldn't have kids of her own, she, like, had little pets, like these little people that she would, Mm -hmm. like, you know, take under her wing. Literally, because she was an owl sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's our girl, Athena. So, backstory on her. We can segue into the candle. Yeah. I accidentally did last week, but we're going to put it in this episode instead. Yeah. What's the candle? The candle is called Athena, and it's buttery olives and (laughs) – Thanks. (laughs) Buttery olives and iron. (laughs) Yeah. Which sounds Mm. gross. You had me in the first half. (laughs) (laughs) So many of our candles are like so promising and then we like throw in like a last ingredient. You're like, oh. Feta cheese and dirt. Wait, what? (laughs) Nothing. Oil and pollution. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. So yeah, we're left on this cliffhanger. How are you? How are you, ladies, feeling? Let's do like a check in before we end the episode. <laughs> let's let's circle back and let's check in. Circle with us. our circle. Circle back. Yeah, I'm definitely anticipating the end and to like to see what happens with everybody. I feel like there are still some resolved issues, even though some of them are being resolved like slowly but surely. Some loose ends being tied up, I guess. Um. But I'm definitely anticipating or like I'm definitely expecting more drama. Yeah. That's kind We're not of done given. yet. Right. <laughs> I think they're gonna pack it in here at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy to uh to eat my hat about Penelope. I think she's okay now. <laughs> um I think she's all right. Yeah. I, I'm, I've she's come coming around, around. To Penelope. I That's hope I true. don't have to eat my hat again later. And then, you know, she pulls out something scary in the fourth quarter. But, um, yeah, I think I think I'm excited to see what happens next, especially given this cliffhanger that we just saw. Yeah. So we'll see what she asks Helios and what happens if are we going to hear about Telegonus and what's going to happen with Telemachus? Because, you know, there was that planted sexual tension. Right. So I know. What's, what's going to happen there? Now, are you feeling are you like wanting something to happen there? Are you feeling more warm to the the Telegonus? Or no, sorry, Telemachus, uh, Circe romance, the Circemachus, Circemachus, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's creepy. I'm just gonna go out there and say, it. it's like, I'm okay know. with it. I yeah. don't think it's weird. I'm okay with it. They're not related in any way. It is a weird situation, but yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I yeah. made the mistake of because I'm part of a step family, like tracing it out and seeing like what it would be like in my family and it's gross so i don't, <laughs> like yes they're not personal. blood related but yeah it would not be it well, cool. yeah i feel like it's one of those things that um i i i was weirded out and like i don't know why something about this chapter maybe it's because like it seems like it's not gonna happen that i was like oh actually it's not it's okay you know i guess it's kind of weird but it like i'm not in that situation it's not my triangle so what i do whatever you'd want i guess and right. um i don't know maybe it's like the whole like it's ancient times weird weirder shit has happened at least they're not related uh, right and she's like 2000 and he's like 36 <laughs> i know so yeah. she's I got a couple thousand years on it. yeah you know yeah uh, yeah 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 and it's interesting too because athena 
So, like, Cersei was with Odysseus, and she is, like, you know, sniffing around his son. And it's the same thing with Athena, where she was, like, enamored with Odysseus, and now she's enamored with his son. That's so it's true. almost mm-hmm. like they're battling for these two guys. Like, they must <laughs> the have very strong minds. <laughs> yeah. The boy's mine. The boy's mine. The boy's mine. mine. The boy's mine. The boy's mine. Excuse me. <laughs> Can I talk to you for a second? Can I talk um, to you for a second? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I know your name. Or what are you? Oh, I know you. <laughs> Oh, I know his name. Oh, I know his name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do think that if they are going to get together, they better get some a little more like moments of flirting in because like right now I I don't feel the the sexual tension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like I mean, um, you know, her and Daedalus had like two chapters to yeah. get to know each other and then right. when it when the payoff happened, you were like, yeah, girl, You're get like, it, yes, you know? And so yes. we don't have that much time left in this book. So I'm like, I know. I hope there's a point where they like have another talk or like exchange some more longing looks so that yeah. we get kind of invested if it's going to happen. It's you true. Know, so that the payoff is sweeter. Um, so yeah. I think yeah. that, that you know, happens eventually. There's nothing better than a good payoff for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I, and not to like belabor the point, but I was also thinking like if they had kids like Cersei and Telemachus, <laughs> then what would that child be to Telegonus? <laughs> uh huh. It'd be nephew, brother. And brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's Jerry, up, bro? New? Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Well, we're going to find out if there, there's that payday at the end of the. Uh, the road here we shall see maybe in the next chapter yeah. so stay Join tuned us. yeah bye okay, bye <laughs> bye <laughs> i love our offer wrap it up wrap it up wrap it up all right that's it bye cpov certain pov.com